This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for your tablet, smartphone, and desktop. Support the show and get a free audiobook of your choice by visiting audibletrial.com slash trekfm. And also by TrekFan. TrekFan isn't just a Star Trek fan club. It's a challenge. You'll explore new places, learn new things, and collaborate with other fans to solve puzzles, complete real-life mission objectives, and win great prizes. And, in the spirit of an enlightened future, TrekFan is absolutely free. Not just free to play, but completely free. Find out more by visiting fm.trekfan.org. This is Houston Huddleston from New Starship, and I'm restoring the Enterprise D Bridge. And you're listening to Trek FM. T. Earl Grey, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Daniel Pruce, sitting in the center chair this week, and joining me is... Hold on, I have to check my pad here. Commander Darren McDuff? Uh, this is kind of awkward. I, I don't really re- remember you. Uh, what, what's going on? How, how, could you, how could you forget me, Daniel? I mean, we've only played 3D chess like a dozen times in 10 forward. I, I'm kind of put off that you 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 say you forget me i mean we only i live down the corridor section j12 i mean how could you forget are are you the captain uh uh no i uh i only have i only have three pips i'm i'm commander mcduff remember you know Uh, bunny mcduff the funny guy uh okay well uh all right Uh, well that'll work we'll just we'll we'll figure it out as we go along i guess i got i got a yearbook i'll go get my yearbook (laughs) Uh, we also have Dr. Philip, who is claiming to be trapped in some kind of a warp bubble. Uh, Philip, are you still telling us that people are disappearing all around you? People that me and Commander McDarren have no memory of? Daniel, I will remember you <laughs> if you remember me. Hey, where'd my backup singers go? Man, they were here five minutes ago. Uh, Wait, are, are, you, are you trying we've to? We've never had any backup singers. Oh, oh so it's perfectly reasonable about. for me to be on a podcast without backup singers. That that makes perfect sense to you. Yeah, well, no, we, it's just the way it's always them. been. Yeah. Oh my. Gosh. Okay. Well, anyways, um, that that was probably wasn't very <laughs> obvious what we were doing there. Um, this week, I thought we would take a break from uh, our usual kind of stuff and do something we haven't really done uh, too much of. And I wanted to talk, uh, get an episode list going. And I was reminded uh, maybe a few weeks ago of an episode that I had completely forgotten was an episode. Somebody had told me the name of it and I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait, which, one is, which one is that? And I think, you know, true Star Trek fans, we have this problem. No matter how many times you watch the series, you know, there's 700 and some odd episodes. You're never going to remember them all. There's always going to be one or two that slip your mind and then like when you're going through your, your rewatch you'll be like you might remember it as, as it goes on but like if somebody were to give you the plot or something you you would be like wait a minute i don't really remember that or it's really kind of fuzzy is this is this just me guys or do you guys experience this phenomenon as well no this totally happens all the time <laughs> no i'm we're the ones telling you uh, what the episode was 
Look, it, we're just write down the Q episodes, Daniel. It's not that hard. <laughs> That's different. That, I know what those episodes are. I just can't tell the titles apart very quickly. It's the one with Q in it. I mean, it's, what else do you want? <laughs> they don't all have Q in them. And I don't remember the ones with Q in the title apart, except for... No, I'm not even not going to play this game right now because it's not going to come out right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I thought we would go a little round robin style, and and we'll we'll start with three, and then if we have some time or or we have some other episodes we wanted to bring up, uh, we can go from there. So I'm going to start with you, Philip. What is the first uh, episode that that comes to your mind? Well, I guess it wouldn't be the, first episode, <laughs> the last episode that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is one of the ones that, in fact. When I was doing my rewatch, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this one happened." And and, and even before that, when I was writing my uh, one of my wonderful articles that you can find on Trek.fm, um, is when I was doing the the Jordy and and Data love advice one, and I was looking up stuff about Data or, or excuse me, Jordy getting the girl, and I'm like, "Wait, there was an episode he actually got the girl that wasn't the holographic Leah or the real Leah." Um, Transfigurations. I don't remember this episode at all. Um, and it's so memorable, the main character is named John Doe. Okay, I mean, that's that's how memorable it is. But um, uh, f- just briefly, this is a uh, season three episode. Yes, I had to look that up real quickly. Um, season three episode. Basically, they find this strange alien, John Doe. Beverly and John Doe kind of fall in love. And Jordy gets randomly, I don't know, electric lightning striked from John Doe and he becomes like super stud and actually gets the girl for, for a change. Um, and then uh, John Doe becomes a energy being as most Star Trek episodes. You mean a morph suit? Cause yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. he turns into a morph. Suit. Energy being is awfully, uh, is awfully generous. I feel yeah. like. So but I'm, I just do not ever remember this episode at all, which is, you know, I think the funny thing is when I'm making this list, I'm like, huh? Well, I bet you I know one season that I'll know every episode of, Season three. Oh, oh, half my list is season three. Never mind. Okay, well. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I just really don't. And I, 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 it's not a bad episode. I mean, it's not a great episode, but I, I mean, it's medium. Um, but it's just one I can never remember or, or ever think of that this is the one where Jordy. I can't remember the girl. Christy. Christy Henshaw. Oh my God, I totally remember her name. Uh, Christy Henshaw. <laughs> Jordy finally gets a date with. This is the same one who turned him down on the beach with the violin, but he comes back and gets her. There are two uh, aspects of that episode that that are memorable to me. So this wasn't on my list. Um, like Darren mentioned, the silly, crazy <laughs> suit that he puts on at the end when he's supposed to be an energy being. Uh, it's kind of creepy. And I also remember in the beginning of the episode when he's like crash landed on the planet, and yeah. his like head is broken open, and like you can see brain or something. I, I don't remember it being gory, kind of like for TV. And that's the only thing I really remember about it. Yeah, he has a Wolverine healing factor, and it's all very weird. I think it wasn't necessarily that his head was broken open, but it was, like, super, like, bloody. And then they put one of the little, you know, future medical packs on it, so it looks even worse. <laughs> future medical then, pack applied then... directly to the forehead. Future medical pack applied directly <laughs> to the forehead. Future medical pack applied. Exactly. All right, Darren, what is your first uh, first episode here? So this one, I seriously forgot. I seriously, I mean, there were probably a good year, many number of years that I just did not even remember this was an episode. But I mean, before Netflix, before you could watch these at the drop of a hat, season seven, episode 18, directed by Cliff Bull, 
Eye of the Beholder. Now, this is the one where Deanna Troy has some weird latent telepathic vision of a crew member who's died inside the warp nacelle. And it's, it's really weird. And honestly, it only because maybe looking through Trek images online and you see that great shot of the inside of the warp nacelle. And I'm like, where the heck is this from? I don't even remember. I've, we've never seen the inside of the warp nacelle, but you know, that's, that's honestly the highlight of the episode. It's not. Uh, now, another reason you may not remember this one is it was right after masks and right before Genesis. So kind of the low spot of season seven, although I was surprised to find out it, this episode scored the highest except for all good things in season seven at 13.3 on the Nelson scale. I was amazed because I completely forgot this episode. Well, don't forget, this is also the episode where Troy kills Worf. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, just finishing, just having finished up TNG on my rewatch, I I remember this fairly well at this point. But you're but you're right. Like, it's one of those things, except for the inside of the nacelle shot, um, that you don't ever get to see. One other interesting point of the episode is, I believe, like she has these visions yeah, of like the Enterprise in dry dock, which is cool. Yeah, like, that those, before, that's part cool. The Utopia Panisha shot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, definitely not. Certainly not one of the more memorable episodes, uh, especially in between Masks blech, and Genesis, which is is a pretty memorable season seven episode. Which we really. remember more because they're bad. <laughs> so this one we just <laughs> don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. All right. Um, I, I didn't know what I wanted to put first, but I'm going to put the one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to, to um, Aquiel which is a season six episode. And if I were to ask, I think I really do think this, if I were to ask anybody on this network, what do you guys do? Do you guys remember Aquiel? What do you think it is? They're going to say, I have no idea what you're talking about. If I say it's the one with the dog, then people might remember it. That's the only way I can remember it. And like the dog turns out to be the villain of the story. Like it's, it's all very silly (laughs) and uh, not, a great episode, um, but it's just that's another Cliff Bull episode. I mean, he's not ranking up very Jordy high on our list. Also, gets the girl in that one, so I feel like these are there's a theme. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But he he was being he was kind of stalking her before before she came on. Though, board. though I do like how you say like Aquiel. No one remembers that. I mean, who could possibly remember the guest character in that episode? Aquiel. Come on, anyone. Anyone remember that yeah, Aquiel do, do you, do you, was? Does does her does her face come into your mind when I say the word Aquiel? Well, I, I do have the stone her. that sometimes I pick. Never mind. It's never mind. It's <laughs> no, it's 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 uh, it, it does seem like a random episode. I remember watching in my rewatch. It's like, oh, I, I mean, I do remember this, but th- that's right. This happened. Okay, so it, to, to me, it's not forgettable. But it's just like, oh, yeah, that one. Okay. Well, I guess Sub Rose is next season. <laughs> yeah, but Sub Rose is not forgettable. Yeah. I mean, you could say many things about that episode, but you're not going to forget it. Um, all right, Philip, we're back to you. What is your uh, number two pick? Now, I sort of in no particular order because I think 
Transfigurations, which, by the way, you, you know what? Episodes after Transfigurations, best of both worlds. Um, but anyway, um, and so, <laughs> but but that's to me the number one. So everything else is kind of everything else is kind of just tied for second and third. So, and also kind of feel a little hesitant to pick a season one episode, you know, because you know da 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 da. But I'm gonna go anyway. Lonely Among Us. Can any of you name what Lonely Among Us is is about? Ah. Uh. Is that the is that the Nagilam one? Is no, that what it is? that's what I thought it was too, and it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this which is now there's a a small part. If I say Antikins and the Soleil, oh, then you're then you're a, like, well, I vaguely remember that, but you still don't remember the main plot. Yeah. The main plot is, and this is actually a big huge point that we never talk about again, maybe for good reason. But Picard gets turned into a energy being. Floats through oh, space yes. <laughs> and basically hesitantly is joined back into his body and never mentions that experience again. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a weird one and it's out there. I don't know, season one. What do you want? Um, but yeah, yeah, he was out in space like his atoms were scattered yeah. and like they had to somehow collect him back up or something. Or I can't remember if they did that or if they uh, like. Just built this pattern back together. Because basically, there's like a that, strange but... energy being, as every you know other episode, um, that zaps Worf. Ah, um, and basically, you see Beverly wearing the cool. Actually, it's not cool at all. The uh, medical skull cap, magnifying glass that we only see for that one episode, doing surgery. Oh, gosh, yes. um, and it's, and it kind of takes turns taking uh, uh, possess possessing people. I know an alien possessing people. It happened in TNG. Um, and then eventually goes to Picard, and he blah blah blah, and then so, but yeah, it's it's uh you know, yeah. Again, I I know the 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 theme of this isn't bad episodes, it's, but it's more like, did that happen? I guess it did. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> I think that was the first episode too. That, if I'm remembering correctly, of course, and obviously <laughs> certainly a possibility that I'm not, is that was the first episode they really gave Worf anything to do, like actual any lines besides like encounter. Like in because he's the first yeah, I mean, one that gets zapped, right? Isn't in the beginning of the yeah, episode. Yeah, he and Jordy are the are both junior officers. Um, little do does Worf know he will be, you know, some officers will be passing him by on the promotion train. But him and Jordy are basically fellow Lieutenant JGs at the time, working in sensor maintenance, I believe, off the top of my head. Yeah. I know that's an awesome shot of sensor maintenance. We don't usually get to see that part very often of the ship. Mm-hmm. All right, Darren, what is your number two? So uh, my second one is season five, episode 22, Imaginary Friend. Uh, this is the one with the imaginary girl who has the imaginary friend, and it's Isabella and Clara. And we get the great, I mean, we get a good shot of the Arboretum. I think that's what most people remember from the episode. But yeah, it, besides that, it's... There's not a lot going on. It's it. I don't know. It doesn't really feel a very Star Trekky episode. I mean, yeah, it's an alien, and it's like, oh, what if imaginary friends were actually aliens? It's like, okay, but you know, I could have a five minute conversation about that. I don't need a forty five minute episode about it. Darren's like, I live that at home, and I'm telling her <laughs> they're not aliens. They are not aliens. Um. I don't, I don't know, like to me, this, and I know this is just a, a, a set of circumstances, but I, maybe you guys have the same kind of situation where there are certain episodes, like I remember like the promos for, 
And like, I remember when they came out on air and like, they just stick with me, not that they're great or anything like that. But I remember like watching the, the commercial for this episode and then watching mm. it that night. And it was like that. So it's just kind of always A little girls, stuck. imaginary friend puts the enterprise in danger. <laughs> like Will data be able to save it the Enterprise in time? Find out next time on Star Trek: oh, The Next Generation. I don't think Data is the right person. On WGBH episode forty-five to talk about small girl friends. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Data. Yeah. <laughs> Get back in that episode. <laughs> well, because it has that actress. I don't know what her name is, but and I can't even tell you what I know her from. But I'm like, oh yeah, she was in stuff later on. So that's how I kind of remember Isabella. Well, Clara was. Uh, Noli Thornson and Isabella was Shay Astar. Yeah. Which totally sounds like a Star Trek name, right as it is. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind yeah. of like a ripoff of the bonding before the bonding. Um, or was it after it? I don't even remember. Maybe it was after it, I guess. Um, yeah. cause it was like. Shay Astar was on Third Rock from the Sun later. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Because it's like, okay, this is aliens seeing how we raise children. Not when the bell breaks, not the bonding. No, we need another one. Okay, here it is, imaginary friend. All right, yeah. and uh, do you have something to say? Oh, just saying, and the title is super, you know, original. What's this episode about? That's oh, about our imaginary friend. Let's call it that. Hey, hey, <laughs> TNG, we let the imagination be in the episode, not the episode title. Not in the, like not in the series title. That's mentioned. true. That's true. Although, tell me what you guys think the next title means, just from the title. Because I never even remember the episode. Uh, this is the Masterpiece Society. Send in uh, the clones. I'm thinking tall leatherback chairs, a fireplace, we're turning slow. Oh, wait, no, that's that's not this. Episode. Nope, nope, that's, that's not clones, what we're talking right? about. Nope. There's always clones. Ah, uh, nope. That's um. Isn't that what the one with the cloaking planet? Yes. Oh, no, they're not the cloaked. Fabled. It's the genetically. It's the genetically engineered planet with, where Troy goes down and falls in love with the guy, and uh, oh. they have a shield. Yeah. See, you guys can't oh, remember what I'm trying to right. describe. There's it like a uh, what was it called? No, all a you have to piece say of the it. sun that was like gonna crash into them or something. There's an asteroid coming or something. Yeah, and he's their shield's not gonna hold. It's one of and, Troy's. Oh gosh, attractions. It never works out. Never works out. And I include Riker in that. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. Though this one was less jerky than most of them. But th that was actually the perfect example of that feeling you get when somebody's trying to tell you what episode and you're like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, there's a planet and. and there's lots engineers. of planets, Daniel. I can't, I can't <laughs> remember them all. <laughs> But it's a Troy episode. It's a very boring season five episode. And it just really, I don't know. Uh, it's, there's just nothing remarkable about it. Like there, and that's the, that's the point when I'm trying to describe to you, like I'm looking at the memory alpha page and I'm trying to describe to you this episode. There's no distinguishing factors about this episode. They go to a planet with genetically engineered people and there's an asteroid of some sort and Troy falls in love with some guy. Like there's, <laughs> that could be 12 episodes. So you have no idea which one I'm talking about. Except he's not a jerk. So that kind of lets you know which one it is. I don't really remember. I don't remember. He was just like... Well, the, the reason... Leave. I know you guys are not Babylon 5 people, but the, 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 the guy, the leader, who she falls in love with, is totally, for me, always a Babylon 5 character because he plays like a uh, 
union negotiator in the first season or second season. I can remember Babylon Five, and so it's always weird to see him in in, in Star Trek. Well, and and isn't this the one where at the end they basically say, "Well, we got to kind of take asylum of whoever wants it," and they take like twenty two colonists, so basically dooming this society to fail that we never come back. You know, this is this is Picard's City Alpha Five. You know, he's gonna come back and being like, "Isn't this the?" I thought this wasn't that, but this is the masterpiece society, and they're gonna just be all dead. <laughs> no, Darren, this is City Alpha Five. <laughs> I. I don't. Yeah, I remember that at the end, but then I'm pretty sure they convinced them all to stay. I can't. I can't I remember know. if anybody actually left with them. I'm just reading. It says ultimately, despite Connor's plea, Hannah and 22 other colonists decide to leave with the Enterprise. Oh, okay. Well then, Spoiler I guess alert. I'm wrong. Oh, that's right. Because there was like a an engineer lady. Yeah. I think. I think Jordy. She's, she's basically maybe... Ariel, and she wants more. She wants to see where the wait. Does she have thing of a bobs? Yeah, oh, she, she had 22 other colonists. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that that's my second choice. Uh, back around to Philip. Philip, what is number three for you? Now, this one is a season sixer, and it, this is arguably not a bad episode, but to me, it just mes- meshes up to so many other episodes, and that's the quality of life. Um, Anyone remember what that one is? Anyone? Oh, that's the, uh, yeah, I do. It's the little, uh, uh, yeah, it's the Exocomp one. Exocomp, thank you. Yeah, I love that episode. It's because there's so many times when it's a new life discovered. So I'm like, no, wait, is this the one with the nanite? No, that's evolution. Okay, is this the one with. So the title you just mistake with other things. Is this the one that that where uh, Data discovers uh, the new life forms? And and he talks about them. Yeah, that's home soil. Okay, no, no, that's not. I'm like. Which one is this Tin Man? No, yeah. that's Tin Man. I mean, no, that's, we, I mean, that's we did the man. whole data discovers a new life form or a minuscule life form exists. You know, so it's kind of like by season six, I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, we can retread this. This emerging intelligence. No, again. no, that's emergent. Yeah. So I mean, it, I mean, it's not a bad episode, even though I, my tone says otherwise. But I'm saying it's an idea we did a lot on TNG, and so then it's like, oh, it's the Exocomp. Oh, that one. Okay. Well, I mean. Yeah, okay. Sure. Let's do this for a fourth time. Why not? They were the cutest little uh, little robots, though. I think. <laughs> I think the Exocomp body was actually repurposed in Enterprise's episode um, Dead Stop when they're, uh, it's like it became like a tool, like healing uh, oh, yeah, one yeah. of their legs. But you see that prop crop up a couple of But yeah, it's a great prop, you know. Like basically, Star Trek's R2D2. I also remember that episode leading to good conversation between Data and Picard, shockingly enough, um, about, um, or was it? Yeah, because Data, he basically locks out the computer, and he's like, these guys can't speak for themselves, and I'm going right. to go against your orders. But I think orders. it was Riker, wasn't it? Wasn't Riker in charge, I feel like I remember? I could be getting that wrong. See? Well, maybe You've it is forgotten. Little... <laughs> maybe it is a little <laughs> I do like that episode, um, but I just don't remember the exact details yeah. of it off the top of my head. Which yeah. is, but I want to say that it was, uh, whatever. We don't have to get into it. Probably not as much Jonathan Franks because he directed that, so he probably oh, okay, wasn't in not. it a lot. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, Darren, what is your number three? 
Okay, so my third one uh, is very fitting title-wise for this uh, this episode of Earl Grey. Remember Me, season four, <laughs> episode five. Another Cliff Bull. I'm sorry, Cliff. I'm not. I'm not trying to pick on you. Well, Darren, he's dead. It's just so. Um, you don't have to. Pick too soon. Him. Oh, sorry. Yeah, too too soon. No, but this is you know the this is the one where you you just say warp bubble. Oh, I remember that one. You know where every she's forgetting everything but it's not her forgetting it's you know the universe is collapsing in on itself and once you are outside the universe bubble everything within resets and doesn't remember you for some reason because that makes sense well i don't this, know this this is important though because this is the second appearance of our favorite character all three of our favorite character uh the traveler so it's important for that reason at least I mean, I feel like this is certainly memorable if anyone who listened to the Ready Room number 127, Wesley Crusher's Magic Vortex, would know. (laughs) (laughs) Philip, do you you happen to know who was on that episode? I don't remember (laughs) who. I think it was me. Right. And that's who mostly I remember. Oh, okay. That's mostly... Is that true of your life in general? That's true. I usually remember the, the main character stuff I was in. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so that is, you're right, uh, uh, Darren, that is appropriate. That, that It's remember me and you can't even remember it. No, I, I can't. And uh, But I liked how you used it in the uh, intro of this episode. But it's part of the Traveler <laughs> trilogy. Don't you have that on Blu-ray? Do you not have that? E- the no. No, no, I don't. Okay. Well. Oh, man. That would, uh, that would be pretty... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many people would buy that. I guess is my point. Um, okay, my uh, third choice is going to be a season three episode, "The Vengeance." Oh, that was going to be my next one. <laughs> uh, I am looking at Memory Alpha right now, and I don't know what to tell you. I know there are, they go to like some weird compound of terrorists but then some guy comes up and is that the one where they're like really they're like the clans have been going on in the fuse yeah forever and ever and ever and that's she's actually like really old or something but not yes but Riker falls in love with her and then has to shoot her at the end and he just walks away vaporizes her yeah (laughs) yeah it's not a great episode i don't remember a bunch about it um, except the phaser fight and the compound and like, or whatever. And that the, the, like there's the prime minister woman or whatever she is, but that all the, the other guys, the rebels or whatever they're called, they're all just like cavemen, basically. They're sort of like, um, <laughs> you know, you know, spitting tobacco and eating like big turkey legs or something. And you're like, okay, <laughs> I mean, sure. Well, and this reminds me a lot of a DS9 episode where uh, Kai Opaka goes to, like, an asteroid colony and they're all killing each other and then they, like, they can't die oh, because of yes. something. On, I mean, it felt very similar. This is, I mean, it's a group, two groups of people fighting on a dirty, you know, asteroid-ish background and they just keep fighting. That's pretty much the episode. Though that one did have Mike from Breaking Bad, so there you go. <laughs> It did? I don't know who Mike is, but it had somebody from Breaking Bad in there? Yeah, uh, you know, um, yes, it, it did. Interesting. He I played the no chief idea. the Again, chief I... dude guy. Chief dude guy. All right, fair enough. So, guys, we've got a little bit of time. I think we can do another round if you guys have uh, some choices. Let's do another round. In fact, ales for all my officers. 
<laughs> oh wait, you meant episodes around. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, okay. Philip, but I'll let you go okay. first if that makes you feel this better. This one, and 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 I know we we made this reference early on, and and it's one of those things like I remember the episode, but I do forget that it exists, which I know sounds contradictory, but here I go. True Q. Because, like, if you were, not Daniel, because he doesn't remember any, but, like, any other uh, fan, if you were to list all the Q episodes, you will, True Q will always be the last one you name. Like, you will think of Q, you know, hiding Q before you think of True Q. And, and Daniel, you're getting that look. Tr- uh, tr- <laughs> you're getting me confused. True Q <laughs> is the one with the Amanda Q. Oh, yeah. but like okay. it just like it doesn't. You're like you know you're like okay. There's encounter, and then there's Q who, and then there's the sucky one. What's that called? Oh, hiding, hiding Q. Then there's um, Cupid. Um, oh, tapestry, tapestry. Um, and then uh, Deja Q because then there's the, all the Qs and he loses his powers. And then there's all good things. That's it, right? That's it. Oh wait, true Q. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I think you're right, Philip, because it's it's not necessarily that it, you don't forget that it's a Q episode. It's that. The title, True Q, it doesn't make a connection between the play on words and the actual episode. Well, except that the girl was supposed to be a... But even true, that, true it's, I guess it's just not enough. Like, I agree with you. It's like, you know, Deja Q or a Cupid. Like, okay, that's right. It sounds like Cupid. It's the one with Picard and, you know, he's trying to prove his love. Like, I make that connection. But yeah, True Q, I mean, I, I agree with you, Daniel. Like, it does have a connection, but it's just not enough, at least for my memory, to retain it. Because it's... I don't, I don't know what hide in Q means. What does that have to do with anything? That's the first one, right? That's the first one after encounter. Yeah. And then with the green sky and the pig people, like what is hide in Q? Yeah, I honestly I don't, don't remember that one either. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the the ugly animal things. That's right. Yeah, but the, the ter- that's the terrible one. Um, but it's it's weird because I remember the terrible one. It's hide in Q, but I don't remember the one that was you know eh, true true Q. And so it, it's just I don't know. Just it's like. It's almost like if I could take one, which is weird, because you would think I would take the crappy one away, I would take away True Q. Even though, I mean, I don't know. Not that I want to turn Beverly into a dog, but, but it does have that scene. Um, and you do have that the scene where Q tells Picard, sometimes I just come here to listen to these wonderful speeches. But, I mean, other than that, <laughs> you know. I, that's, that's also the episode we get the uh, scene where Riker and um, Kevin Arnold's sister, they go on the the exterior of the ship, yes. right? Yeah. They're, yeah, that was they're pretty back, cool. They're back looking up like between the warp nacelles. That's yeah, yeah. that's a really cool sh- yeah. shot. So, but anyway, all right, I I I could see that. I, I did I did not expect anybody to to put a Q episode on there, but I I see your reasoning and that that makes sense to me. And you were started mentioning titles and I just fell asleep. So I know that um, was your Q to forget. <laughs> that was my Q to forget. Uh, Darren, what is uh what is your next one? Well, kind of in a similar vein for Philip, I go with the season one episode, episode 23, Skin of Evil. Now, okay, I know this is the one where Tasha dies, and I know that everyone knows that, and that's like its call to fame. But honestly, if she didn't die, this is such a forgettable episode. It's like, okay, the, the sludge creature... I, I don't even remember his motivation. Like, what what did he want? Evil. He what? was he was he was the physical embodiment of a bunch of people. Like, he was their sadness and despair. Like, it was the silly. He was like thing. the outside like, of them. Like, what would you call that? Like, you know, like like right here, like on your body, but that part of you. <laughs> I I don't know what you would, like. Your, not your clothes under that. 
Uh, Hello, what are you yeah. trying to say? No, it, but but I mean, yeah. Besides, you know, like I said, besides Tasha dying, it it's like okay. You know, I think this episode we would have just glossed over. It's Troy stuck in a shuttle for a three fourths of the show. That's what it is. We do get to see Riker take a bath in some black tar of some sort. <laughs> I think we just established what that black tar is. Uh, it's but, like, but it's no, like and, not, and it's, not like when you put clothes on and it's not muscle or bone. <laughs> Philip, what are you trying to say, skin, man? Just say it. Skin. Oh, the words skin, you're looking for course, is skin, Of Philip. course, of course. <laughs> I mean, it does have some good parts. I'm not saying it's not a bad episode. It's uh, just, a fr- I just, I don't still backtrack to watch too much, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kind of torn uh, between what I want to say next. Um, I'm going to go with. So in season two, we get a let's turn one of the female crew members really, really old. Um, and I can't remember the name of that episode, but that's not the episode I'm picking. Yeah. I'm picking when they remade that episode in season six and called it man of the people and oh. some weird shyster guy turns it's another troy uh, love interest one it's another troy episode <laughs> she just can't turns win tro- troy really old and it was weird episode three yeah i don't i don't I, he was like he was like he would bring young women along and suck their youth youth out of them i guess to in order to properly negotiate with people yes i don't know it was just weird. he basically it took was, his um like like where your hair is like that part. He's a psychic like, vampire. Like that's obviously. under your uniform. That part of his evil and bad thoughts. I don't know what you would call it, but he put it onto these women, and so they would get old, and he would be calm and and all that as a diplomat. Like sinew? That's not it. Tissue? <laughs> Gods. Philip, this joke is just—it's getting old fast. <laughs> all right, guys, let's do. Uh, let's just do a free a free round. Anything else? Philip, anything well, else? Any other episodes that we forgot? Didn't well, obviously forgot. Yeah, it, this is one where we already mentioned it, but it's one that I do forget about because it's actually—I don't know—I'd argue it's a good episode. Um, but where silence has lease. Uh, that's that's Nagilum, yeah. But <laughs> it's but it's one where like I, you kind of forget about it because I know we the Voyager episode that 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 Daniel and I um, talked about on the Ready Room, um, and I'm briefly scientific method yeah scientific method this is basically tng's scientific method um where oh, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. and so basically you have it you mean si- this is voyagers uh where silence has least wait wait <laughs> wait what what show is that on um it's on to the ready room is actually what yeah, oh, no, no, no. It's on. oh it's, darn it's it. covered by our sister <laughs> show we didn't uh, say it <laughs> But uh, I keep forgetting. Yeah, so, so again, like, yeah, you know, the Enterprise goes into a weird nebula, and it turns out they're in a may, you know, laboratory rat maze, whatever, blah blah blah. And then Jill's like killing people, and actually, I think he just kills one person. But anyway, um, and so it's it's an interesting episode. I, it, I do like it, but I do forget about it. That guy's death is kind of a it's kind of a gif now, right? It's like a, it's a meme. <laughs> he like Isn't grabs it? his cheeks. It's the guy and that's like, just grabbing his face yeah. and shaking his yeah. head. Yeah, that's kind of a, a silly thing that people do. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? Any other no, uh, notable mentions or anything else? Notable mentions. Non notable mentions. Um, well, there's this movie that. Never mind. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, Philip's done. <laughs> Philip's done, ladies and gentlemen. He is cut off. Uh, Darren, what about you? Any any anything left on your list that you wanted to talk about? 
No, I've watched a lot of TNG a lot, so a lot, a lot of it pretty much sticks around. Um, even in this age where we keep a lot of our superfluous data online or in books that we can just recall at any moment, I keep a lot of it up here. So, uh, no, it's it was kind of at first kind of hard to pick some, but then they all started coming back because the nature of this assignment was what do you forget? So, obviously, it took a while to to come up with a list, but. But no, a lot of Star Trek, even the good and the bad, as we often talk about here on Earl Grey, is is always rememberable. Yeah, exactly. So I only have two honorable mentions to, to mention. Um, well, I was going to say, no. Daniel, I know our viewers can't see this, but I see a rememberable, and it's glowing. So are, are you, <laughs> is this an episode you're trying to remember? The, the problem is I can't remember what I've forgotten. Um <laughs> I have two two other episodes I wanted to bring up real quick. Um, Man of the People. Is that? Oh, I'm sorry. You, that was oh, the last one you did. You already oh, forgot. Wow, that was I've already <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> Record time, people. Right, I, I was next on my list. I just I jumped around. Um, I'm sorry. When the bow breaks. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, the kids get stolen. Yeah. Okay. To me, I just this is one that's always like blah. And uh, Liaisons, which is, I don't think I've ever watched that episode before, like, last year. When I did a rewatch, like, last year. I don't know why, but it's I just must have slipped through every single time I rewatched the show. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a boring episode. It's I guess if you like chocolate, maybe. Remind me. It's a good episode. That's the one with the three aliens, and they're all trying to experience humanity. Uh, and one, yeah. like, wants to experience like, good war. things, and one wants yeah. to experience so this is anger, like and one wants to experience love. Redoing the TOS episode of where they have. It's the one where Tuvok is uh, stuck on the planet with the woman, and she loves him. And wait, no, no, no. no. The- I think oh, of the t- To the journey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah, oh. we are. Yeah, no, it's not a great episode. It's not, it's not a. I guess it's not. Bad. I don't know. It's just to me, it's unforget. It's forgettable, and, and it's I probably... forgettable because it's also like the TOS episode where like they have to like Scotty's drinking that one alien under the table. It's green because it's trying to show them parts of humanity, and Kirk tries to make out with the other girl to show them that part of humanity. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same kind of thing, I guess. All right, guys. Um, well, it's been fun, but. Uh... Forgettable things are not the only things we've been talking about on Trek FM this week. So take a look. So take a listen at what else you may have missed elsewhere on the network. Previously on Trek.FM, Standard Orbit. Roddenberry did not like that sequence at all because he felt that Kirk would not have done that, that that wasn't in the Star Trek spirit, that Kirk would have studied the creature, not killed the creature. Earl Grey. I love the how the Cardassians look, especially once they're... Firmly established and not wearing what looks to be like cardboard drink holders you get from McDonald's. It looks like that's the material that it's made out of. The orb. To have this many habitable moons surrounding a habitable planet seems very interesting because usually what you get is a planet that's uninhabitable but is being orbited by a habitable moon. The ready room. In Worf's like. Well, I was at the Marzon colony, and then and then the audio fades out where the writers are like, oh, we're just not even going to try to explain this. <laughs> to the journey! Just think about it. The doctor is a priest. That alone is enough to end the episode debate and say that's a fantastic episode. 
That's like saying spirit folk is worth watching because Harry kisses a cow. Well, there you go. Commentary, Trek stars. Just because he can go away doesn't mean that he can't come back. To life. Because he dies. <laughs> he Wait, dies. what? Literally, he like gets his head chopped off. It's kind of... <laughs> oh, God. Brutal, but um, We're skipping spoilers. over the part where Molaron pulls his heart out. Well, yeah, there was that too with the fire. Yeah, warp five. I wish <laughs> selfies were as big of a thing then as they are now, or they were as big in 2003 <laughs> when this was filmed because they'd be like, Remember that I have a selfie at the time I turned into an alien, I have a selfie of me with ridges. Melodic tracks now, this changed when he sang in Leonard Bernstein's mass. And Bernstein himself saw Picard and told him he should pursue being an actor. Continuing mission. The original series has its own particular um, lore and fandom that are that mm. is different. Yeah. It is different. So it's so unique to be a part of something that is so um, dedicated to bringing back such a particular and specific part of that Star Trek universe. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. Check out these shows and get in on the daily Trek talk. You'll find them on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows Podcast Directory for Xbox and Zune, or you can stream from the website. Just visit trek.fm slash pd for podcast directory to get all the links. If you would like to contact us to share your thoughts on today's show or any show, uh, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From that form, you can choose send to show and select Earl Grey. Of course, what else would you pick? These messages will be emailed to the three of us. You can also use the tab on the right-hand side of any page on Truck FM to send us a voicemail using your webcam's microphone. The conversation is always going on with our podcast crew and other listeners in our forums at truckfm slash forums. And finally, in social media, you'll find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash truckfm and on Twitter under username truckfm. Before we go, we'd like to ask everyone to please support our sponsor who helps us bring Earl Grey to you each week and our sponsor for this week is Audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all of the books you've ever wanted to read, but never thought you'd have time for. Audible is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from, and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers, and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. As a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice, along with a 30-day trial, to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read, and that latest novel from your favorite author as well. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. And also TrekFan a great way for you to take your love of Star Trek and put it into action. At TrekFan, you will explore new places, learn new things, and collaborate with other fans to solve puzzles, complete real-life mission objectives, and win great prizes. Challenges include communications, engineering, and flight operations. There's internet relay chat, free books through Starfleet Academy, and much more. Best of all, it's absolutely free. Not just free to play, but completely free. Find out more by visiting fm.trekfan.org. Again, that's fm.trekfan.org. And remember to use this special URL so that they know you heard about it here on Earl Grey on Trek FM. And lastly, there's one more way you can directly help us keeping Earl Grey coming to you each week. And that is by adopting some aliens. Well, illustrations anyway. 
If you go to trek.fm slash donate, you'll find eight original illustrations by Tobo Ushi, who does most of the artwork you see on our website. They're available as both badges and art prints, and there are different contribution levels for you to choose from. Just let us know which you would like in which format. Again, you'll find them at trek.fm slash donate, and your support helps us pay for the cost of production, hosting, and bandwidth that's needed to bring the show to you each week. So as our listeners may or may not be aware, here on Trek FM, we're doing a promotion for reviews. So if you go to iTunes or Stitcher and, and leave us a, a review, a positive, negative, or otherwise, just tell us what you think. Uh, you have a chance to win some great prizes. And because of that promotion, I think, guys, we got two new iTunes reviews. Whoa, whoa, Are you telling uh, we, that we have to bribe our listeners in order for them to tell good stuff about us? Well, you know, maybe not bribe them, but grease the wheels a little. Okay. You know. That's, a, I think, a rule of acquisition. Yeah. <laughs> the only wheels in Star Trek are the Argo, oh, so God. I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Maybe maybe we shouldn't do that then. Uh, so we got a review from Trey34, a five-star review, that says, The hosts are very informative on everything TNG. They even make you think seasons one and two are great, which I guess you could Justice! <laughs> That's how good of a show it is. Give it a try. I promise you will fall in love with TNG again. Which I think, uh, thanks. I feel like this this episode though we've negated that. You know how well they know TNG? <laughs> they really can't remember half the seasons. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did want to mention that real quick for our listeners. Obviously, we're not saying we love we love TNG. We love it all, but sometimes it just slips your mind. That's all. We're not trying to say anything negative about the show. That's why we commit to a whole you know series rewatch at least once a year because yeah, that's how exactly. else are we going to remember all this stuff? It's 180 episodes. It's a lot. And then, of course, we got one from Section 47, guys. And I don't know, but he might be in league with uh, with Livingston. That's Section 31, Daniel. No, no, no. Underwater, oh. 31 sounds like 47. Section... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That, that makes so much more sense. That's why I said he's in league. If he's oh, actually yeah. Section 31, he would all, he's obviously... Is he, he 20,000 leagues? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, he said, uh, if you love TNG, then this is the podcast for you. As long as you can handle a little, quote, blue nacelle humor. They they like big nacelles, and they cannot lie. I tune in every week, and so should you. And uh, you're absolutely right, right, Section 47. The bigger, the better. Uh, the, the ample nacelles are our favorite. That is a Trek FM Earl Grey promise to you. That's right. Though, though we, we still aren't sure how we feel about the unholy trio of nacelles found in all good things on the Enterprise D. Some things just aren't right. Although I guess if you've ever seen Total Recall, it's <laughs> totally okay. So, Philip, if people wanted to talk to you about oh any of the episodes you mentioned, how would they get a hold of you? Which episodes did I mention? Anyway, they can remind <laughs> me at on Twitter at NC Public Servant. That's NC, like, oh, skin. That's it, skin. Okay, I got it now, guys. <laughs> and Darren, how about you? You can find me on Twitter under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on t- Twitter as well. At 1UpDan, and that is the number one, not the word. All right, guys. Well, I was just about to do something, but I can't quite remember it, so... I guess I'll just say goodnight. Engage. Make it safe. Live like it prosper. Fire. <laughs> <laughs>